Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Blackshirt Breakdown. My name is Steve Mark. I'm a staff writer inside Nebraska, and he is Jay Foreman, our NFL veteran and former Nebraska Blackshirt. Uh, Jay, we got another transfer portal edition for the Nebraska football team. Uh, this one comes by way of Virginia with Billy Kemp, five foot nine, one hundred seventy-two pound receiver. Um, pretty good career. He spent five years at Virginia, caught one hundred and ninety-two passes. So that's a lot of produc- production, and that and that amount is the fourth um, ranks fourth all time at Virginia. So really productive player. Um, you know, when when you uh, first saw that Billy Kemp. Uh, was right. was headed to Nebraska and maybe and maybe saw some clips that will show the viewers at home here. What were your first impressions? Well, I mean, obviously the production is what you want. You know, if you spread it out over four or four years, it's you know average almost 50, 50 uh, catches a you know a year, and then if it's over five, it's forty. So either way, it's pretty productive for somebody in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you watch his tape, you see some some great short area quickness and the ability to catch with your hands. Uh, got longer arms for you know his initial vertical stature at five nine so uh he's able to win some 50 50 balls but he's a tough uh player you know the injury bug again like we talked about a couple other players in the past um you know that's what usually happens in the transfer portal maybe just get a bad run of nagging injuries not big ones ones that when you play these uh skill position you know skill position uh like you know like receiver db if you get a high ankle sprain those things can you know nag on you a little bit and affect your production Obviously, some turnover there with new coaching staff. So then if you're not able to produce on the field in practice, it's paramount to earn a position. Uh, so he's looking for a new home. And I think, he, you know, he fits the script, again, of Matt Rule and company and, uh, you know, what they're looking for. And uh, a productive player kind of, know you know, they kind of know what they're going to get. Um, and, you know, he's just looking for, you know, a home and a new start. And Nebraska is a, a perfect fit for him where, he gener- you know, realistically, everybody's on a clean slate. But ultimately they recruited him and know that he's going to come in here with a clean slate with the ability to uh, produce again, like he did at Virginia. So a little bit about uh, Billy Kemp, his 2021 season was pretty good. He played in, he played in 10 games, 74 catches, 725 receiving yards, six touchdowns. Um, Like you said, his short area burst quickness is really something is really fun to watch. I think and something that can really help out any offense, but his 2022 um, just didn't go as well. Um, It didn't go as well for the team overall. Um, You know, when in 2021, (laughs) Brendan Armstrong, the quarterback had things rolling. They had a really good offensive coordinator and Robert and I, but then 2022 had coaching change, offensive coordinator change, and then the injuries hit Billy Kemp. And you could just tell if you're watching, if you're comparing the 2021 tape to the 2022, he's just not the same player. He's he's injured. He he wasn't as fast. He wasn't as quick as he was in 2021. So coming to Nebraska, I assume all those injury issues are past Billy Kemp. Right. Um, but um, before we get into the tape here, Nebraska's receiving receiving room um, took took some hits, obviously. So there's right. Trey Palmer. Uh, record-setting what receiver gone um uh Oliver Martin gone he was he was third on the team in in receiving yards uh Travis Volklek I know he wasn't receiver but he's still pass catching tight end gone so that's three of the four top receivers from Nebraska's 2022 um right. team gone and um you know Marcus Washington he's returning Alante Brown um you like to see a little bit more production out of him um but right. he's returning also 
Um, so, you know, it's, I think it's a really good thing that Marcus Satterfield, Matt rule kind of um, got Billy Kemp um, out of the transfer portal because, you know, the receiver room badly needs depth. And I think Billy, Billy um, Kemp is, is really going to be a, a strong, strong addition here, but let's get into the tape. Um, Jay and, and most of these plays are from the 2021 season because I think sure. I think it'll give uh, fans a better and, and more accurate um, depiction of what of what Billy Kemp can actually do when he is fully healthy. Well, yeah, you see him here at his 14-14 game against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's known as a good defensive squad. He's out there on the outside, just a little bit of a smoke screen, wide receiver screen. Again, like I said before, get up right on those numbers, and then you get to the sideline to make an an explosive play. So it takes a play that you'd like your defense to rally and stop within like five or six yards. And next thing you know, he's up there 18 to 20 yards down the field. So his, his footwork is really, really good right here. And he, and he runs a clean route, even though he's not being guarded one-on-one, but he's selling it. He's the timing of the route is really good. He comes back not too far. Um, it, you know, that's advantage with having a left-handed quarterback he can get it to him a little bit quicker in a, in a, in a way that he can catch it and turn right up. But I like that he sticks his foot in the ground. Uh, get the, the What they usually teach receivers is you I, they want them running right down the middle of the numbers. And you see that he's setting up a, a pretty good block by the offensive lineman, another one by Big 55, who happens to be at Michigan or was at Michigan this year. And then he hits the, tries to get out, out to the outside of the numbers, and which is a sideline to possibly get to a touchdown. So uh, everything that you you think you could do with somebody with his stature on the outside, you, you see it right here. And you like it that he catches it with his hands, gets it, turns up field secures the ball and makes a pretty good explosive play right there. So you don't have to be taking the top off the defense in order to, to be an explosive receiver. They didn't just use him on the outside. He was obviously a slot receiver, played a lot on the inside. But uh, in 2021, Robert and I, the offensive coordinator, used him in a variety of different ways, kind of similar to Josh Fleeks at Baylor, uh, another Nebraska portal trans, uh, transfer portal addition. Um, and this this one at North Carolina, Uh um, Kemp had a really great game against the Tar Heels, and and in right. this specific uh, specific example, he lines up right next to Brennan Armstrong in the backfield as your traditional running back look. Yeah, right here, it's it's you know you want to get the ball to your playmakers. They're getting beat uh, here by twenty one points, but you want to keep the game respectable. Uh, again, this is no different than like the the play we see previous. Is a little short uh, pass right here, even though it's a pitch. And then let him do his work, and and you like it right here. It's it's a it's a phone booth type of play. Make one guy miss, be physical, run through another couple tackles, regardless of what the score of the game is. Uh, you like to have all your players have a nose for the end zone, and so uh, it's it's good that also you see him staying with the play. He didn't quit. Sometimes if you don't get the initial pitch, some guy stop going, catches it. Uh, kind of an odd little play, almost like a backyard play, but he makes number zero miss. Uh, then he gets right back up the sideline like you're taught as a as a receiver uh, to make an you know explosive player or, or score a touchdown right up the sideline and he has a nose for the for the end zone and goes for the pylon so that's what you like right there and and you're seeing a little bit of a pattern now right you're seeing guys that maybe needed a second chance a little bit of an injury history the last two guys that we signed to you know one year guys but they can come in and add stability along with depth and playmaking ability into that wide receiver room so when the younger guys that they might be wanting to develop, they'll be more ready-made to play versus throwing them out there, losing their confidence, lack of production, and almost like spinning your wheels. So you're seeing Matt Rule looking looking at different position groups, fixing it by addition, but then also by production, and that's what you like to see. This next play, um, again, against a, a traditionally a really good, well-coached Virginia Tech defense, just a stellar back shoulder throw. 
um, connection between Armstrong and Kemp here. Yeah, it's really good right here. Look, it's a big corner. So this is what he's going to see almost week in and week out in, in the Big Ten. So you have some sort of uh, tangible uh, evaluation here, right? In a big corner right there, able to run a really, really crisp route. And it's also, it's a reverse pivot route. Then you see him do the, you know, toe drag swag there, getting the one foot down. Really good hand catching. Probably a little bit of a pass interference there, holding yep. or a pass, you know, a defensive holding. But he's able to still fight for it and make the play when when they're backed up third and 10 you're just looking for breathing room so it also lets you you know dive into the offensive coordinator's mindset right who when they want it when they need a play to get them out of trouble or to, to score who do they go to or who do they go to and it takes a lot of confidence in your confidence in your players particularly Kemp right here to make this type of play because they they knew what they were expecting man-to-man in your face type of defense against a big corner you see the defensive holding there not once but twice got him on the shoulder and on the hands strong enough and physical enough to make this uh really good catch and I like his limbs he, you know obviously not the longest arms but longer arms that you would then you would usually think for somebody five nine and it's a really good uh end traffic catch right there so these are the things that when you're evaluating a guy in the transfer portal you're like yeah we can do something with that along with his versatility of playing uh outside in the slot and then obviously we've seen him in the backfield as well Absolutely. And and uh, when this next play comes up here, um, yeah, so this is, again, another awesome connection between quarterback and receiver. But it, this one, I really like his route. It's a slow guy route, uh, starts with a slant, then uh, turns it upfield, just beats his corner. And obviously, I, I really like the footwork, the explosion that he makes upfield, just really fun to watch. Yeah, you could really obviously see his footwork situated there by his fat job, That's which is pretty, pretty impressive. But the slow go route is legendary in the in the red zone and so when you see him he's a pretty quick guy but there's no wasted steps in his routes uh right there no wasted and then he explodes out of that second cut and gets up towards the sideline right at the pylon dropped in the bucket really good pass here but an even better catch where you're catching it over your your outside shoulder look at this right now that looks for the ball late adjusts it very slightly to where the ball is doesn't stop running and the best thing about it, he doesn't put his hands up to catch the ball to the very last second. You see it right here in slow motion, right? That's selling like a slant route. Stick the foot in the ground. There you go. He knows he doesn't have to swipe the, the defensive back down. Now he gets to the 10-yard line. This is what he tells you. Start looking for the ball and adjust to it at the apex. He's still running, right? He's still running. And then watch how he puts up his hands at the very last second, which eliminates the defensive back's ability to make a play on the ball. So that's some veteran savvy and a little bit of swag right there obviously in a big part when the game was really close they were down by three and again who did they go to their mm -hmm. playmaking receiver doesn't matter how big or stature uh they knew who they were going to go to to go to to go for the dagger in the heart or what they thought was at that time a really really good catch he has really good feet to make that type of catch right there it's a big time throw a big time catch especially being 5'9 175 uh you have to be able to create separation and, and have the ability to make those type of plays by doing things of flashing your hands really late and having impeccable uh, footwork when you're coming off your releases. And that's what you're seeing right here from him so far. And then this final example, this is just another way um, that Virginia got the ball in his hands, uh, in a playmaker's hands. Um, you know, this is something that we, again, to bring up Josh Fleeks from, from Baylor, this is something similar that we saw Baylor do with Josh, Josh Fleeks earlier in his career before injuries derailed what he was doing with the Bears. 
Yeah, you're going to see a lot of a lot of these guys being able to have multiple, uh, you know, positions that they can play. So you can't really, hopefully, ideally, they're thinking you're not going to be able to game plan for them. And so you saw it from Fleeks. You see it right here. I like it. Look, if I'm a defensive player, I know he's getting it, right? He's adjusting his helmet. He's coming in. It's a jet sweep. And I like the ability to read his blocks, right? Set it up outside. Get up there. And what does he do, Steve? Like, we all, like I always say, get to the sideline because it gives you an extra five or six yards. But, you know, he might not be the fastest guy that they've got out of the portal, but he's definitely not the slowest, and he can definitely put it, pick him up and put him down. Because if you look from the black line on, his ability to get past the first down marker is first and 10. So when he decides to go somewhere, there's no there, he's not playing games anymore. He's not tiptoeing. Right there, he sticks his foot in the ground right about the almost the black the black line right there with a little bit of a almost a, a, a dead leg there. And then once he gets to the sideline, Look at the separation he's got, physical run, so he's already 10. Now he's at 15 yards, 16, 17, 18, almost a – well, pretty much a 20-yard run right there just off a of jet sweep. Offensive coordinators aren't calling jet sweeps to get 20 yards. But when you have good playmakers and obviously good blocking as well, but his ability to read the block, set it up right there, that, that little kind of a dead leg he gave right there set up the block for that big tight end number zero uh, to, to create more space. Then he paid it, paid it back to him uh, by getting another 10 more yards. And so it's really, really good job. It's a really, really good job by him of setting up his blocks right there. He knew exactly where he knew number 98 had the kickoff block. Number zero had the, the seal block, you know, almost like an old Green Bay Packers uh, Packers sweep. Zero with a good block. Now he's going to outrun number two. And then this lets you know about his speed right there. Number two is even with him, right? But it doesn't take him down for another 10 yards so that's his ability to accelerate but then also finish it off in a physical running style uh even only being you know five nine one seventy five so look it's another good get for matt rule and company guys are looking for chances and they're going to get plenty of opportunity in marcus satterfield offense and so they're going to have the ability to you know spread you out you know i think they feel comfortable with the running back room um you know both you know uh, you know grant aj allen um you know you have johnson the young guy from minnesota uh, obviously, you have Ramir Johnson, excuse me, uh, and, and the multitude of guys that they recruited in, in years past that they had. There wasn't a lot of turnover there. And so when you think about it, they they feel very comfortable. They're trying to get more playmakers in, in the playmaking position. So this is another guy that's a, a good uh, get for Matt Rule in the transfer portal. All of that, plus he has heart. When you were watching his his uh, tape, in, his 2022 tape, you could tell, like I mentioned earlier, he was nowhere near 100%, but he was right. still out there. Um, you right. could see it on his face when the camera would pan that he was hurting, but he was right. still out there trying to give it all for his team um, that was kind of struggling during the season, but he's, he didn't care. He was still out there um, giving it at all, giving it his all. So that was Billy Kemp, uh, fifth year uh, transfer from Virginia. He'll have one year, I believe, um, left of eligibility to to ball out at Nebraska and, and see how he can help this this new program with with uh Matt Rule and company. So um for uh that was the Black Shirt breakdown. My name is Steve Mark. That was Jay Foreman and we will be back whenever Nebraska snags another transfer. <laughs>